Whether you're a first-time poultry owner or looking to expand your flock, you can always use some helpful advice. Blaine's Farm and Fleet's got you covered. With great info and products to help raise healthy birds in-store or online at farmandfleet.com forward slash chick days. The 2023 Farm Bill presents a critical opportunity to revitalize the dairy industry after years of depressed milk prices and record farm loss. The Dairy Together Coalition of Farmers and Industry Stakeholders is advocating for the Dairy Revitalization Plan. I'm Charity Seebecker with the Midwest Farm Report. Bobby Wilson is the Dairy Together Program Coordinator for the Wisconsin Farmers Union. She works hard on this plan to create a viable dairy industry. The Dairy Revitalization Plan is a proposal for a national dairy growth management program that essentially just coordinates the growth in milk production among all dairy farmers so that we can stabilize milk prices and improve those prices for everybody in the industry. How does that help create a viable industry, that revitalization plan? And secondly, what does a viable industry even look like? I'm sure it probably changes depending on who you're talking to. Yeah, I'm sure different people have different ideas of what a viable industry looks like, but I think for us at Wisconsin and Farmers Union and through this Dairy Together project, we see a viable dairy industry as one that has stability and profitability for family farmers. And when I say stability, I mean stability in the number of farmers who are participating. And that's not what we're seeing right now. We've been seeing years of record farm loss, up to 10% of our dairy farms going out of business in a single year. That to us is not an indication of a viable or resilient dairy industry. And that's something that we want to change through this dairy revitalization plan. We want to make sure that farmers have more money in their pockets, more money to spend in their rural communities, that they can actually make a living doing the thing that they love. And in addition to the impact on farmers, we feel there's a real social benefit to creating better stability in the industry for environmental reasons, conservation reasons, for the impact on rural economies, for our food security. Because right now, as these farms are going out of business and the farms that are left are getting much bigger, what we see is fewer farms of much larger size spread out further across the country. And that puts us in a really risky position when it comes to food security or biosecurity risks. If there's a disease outbreak on a very large farm and that represents a large percentage of total milk production, that is a major risk that we're taking to food production. And coming out of the COVID-19 pandemic, we saw what happens when we have a highly consolidated agricultural industry and there's some sort of a shock to that system. That's what causes empty shelves in the grocery store. That's what creates these supply chain disruptions that we saw during COVID. And we feel that taking a lesson from COVID and taking steps now to diversify food production and processing in more places across the country will put us in a better position if and when another shock to the system comes along down the road. So what is the goal of this plan? I know you kind of touched on that, but what are the goals specifically to moving forward that you guys have set and what do the steps look like to be able to accomplish them? Well, the overall goal is to include a growth management program in the 2023 Farm Bill. And we're using the Dairy Revitalization Plan as an example of how growth management could work in the United States. This has been developed over a long process. There was a committee that was convened by the University of Wisconsin Center for Integrated Agricultural Systems that really pulled together the people and the uh, economists to look at this proposal and to dial in some of the details of what this could look like. So now what we have is a proposal that has an economic analysis that shows that it would improve prices, it would improve net farm operating income for farmers of all sizes, and it would reduce government expenditures 
expenditures because farmers would be getting a fair price from the marketplace rather than needing to rely so heavily on programs like dairy margin coverage, for example. So the goal is really to include this in the farm bill. We're not saying that we need to replace risk management programs like DMC, but it would save a lot of money on those programs. And, you know, there are other options that could work too, but we're putting this forward as our best idea of what could work to bring better balance and stability in the industry. And uh, we hope that legislators will take this seriously. I also just want to mention that in 2014, there was significant effort put into uh, including a growth management program in the farm bill, and we didn't do it, couldn't get it through. And what happened the year after? The price bottomed out, and we entered a five-year dairy crisis. That is what sparked this whole Dairy Together project that we've been working on in the first place. We had five years of depressed milk prices, accelerated rates of farm loss, and right now, milk prices are a little bit better, but I believe that if we let the 2023 Farm Bill pass us by without taking action, we are walking directly into another dairy crisis, and we will be kicking ourselves for not learning our lesson in 2014. So speaking of legislature, what are you hearing for feedback from them? Does this plan have their support? Now, obviously, it's a long year ahead to get to that point to actually having it put into the 2023 Farm Bill, but what are your steps, and what does that feedback look like? I will say that when we first started this project in 2018, supply management was mostly the term that was being used, and it was kind of a dirty word. It was hard to talk about in the industry. It was hard to talk about with members of Congress. Dairy was kind of this hot potato that nobody really wanted to touch because it was complicated. It was controversial. But now, I think because of the lessons that we've learned with COVID, because of what we've seen with consolidation in the beef industry and elsewhere in other agricultural sectors, this makes sense now, that there's something to connect it to, that this is part of what we should be doing to create a more stable and resilient industry across all of agriculture. So I will say that it is much easier to talk about this. It makes sense to people and that we're seeing a lot more support in Congress than we ever have before. But we need more of that and we need more champions both within the industry and in Congress to step up and say, we know we have the research that shows that this will benefit dairy farmers, it'll benefit the industry overall and to push this thing forward. That's really what we need to do next. Can you talk about what trends or past things happened that made this such an issue? One thing that's happening is the prices, both low prices and prices that fluctuate wildly that make it really difficult for dairy farmers to manage their business and plan ahead. I mean, when you look at the milk prices that farmers have received over the last 10 years, they swing wildly from as much as $26 down to $13. And if you can imagine any other job where it would be the case, where you would go to work every day doing the exact same job, and some years you make $15 an hour and some years you make seven, that would never work. Nobody would accept that. But yet that's what dairy farmers have been going through for decades now. And that's really what needs to change. That's a big part of this issue. And the result of it is rapid consolidation. There's a 2020 USDA report called Consolidation in the Dairy Industry that shows that the rate of consolidation in dairy significantly outpaces that in other agricultural sectors. So that's where the fight is right now. Dairy farmers are really teetering on the edge. And the 2023 Farm Bill could make or break what the future of the dairy industry looks like in the United States. And I guess that's really the question for all of us is what kind of future do we want to see? Do we want to live in a world where we have just a handful of extremely large farms that are producing all of our milk? Or do we want to have a diversified network of farms that are operating at different scales of production using different techniques, different methods, and providing food closer to those points where the food is actually being processed and consumed? And I think that that second option puts us in a much stronger position than the first option. A lot of co-ops are already hand 
handling some of these issues on their own. Why is it needed for you guys to step up and take this to the national level versus co-ops just handling it on their own? I think that the cooperatives that market milk in the United States are recognizing the uh, the benefits of managing the growth within their individual co-ops, and they've been implementing two-tiered pricing systems or base excess plans to help curb some of the overproduction or overcapacity in milk within their own plants. And that's great. The problem with that is that it's happening in kind of a a piecemeal fashion where some co-ops in some parts of the country are limiting their members' milk and other places they're ramping it up. So the ones that are ramping it up are kind of neutralizing any sort of possible price benefit that would come from limiting or holding back on some of that overproduction. So with a national program, we have everybody playing by the same rules, everyone participating in the program. And if we are coordinating among all dairy producers, that's what it takes to elevate the prices that are paid to everybody rather than it being co-op by co-op. It also takes the heat off the cooperatives. They don't have to be the ones that are telling their members that they won't accept their milk or that they'll pay them a much lesser price for any excess production. So it creates a little bit more fairness. Everybody's under the same program and participating in the same rules and getting the benefit of a higher price. That was Bobby Wilson, the Dairy Together Program Coordinator for the Wisconsin Farmers Union. You can learn more about the Dairy Revitalization Plan and the Dairy Together Program by going to dairytogether.com. From the Midwest Farm Report, I'm Charity Seebecker.